0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bikini Podcast. This is episode number eighty-seven, and today we're with Taylor again. IFBB Pro League Australian Champion and IFBB Pro League posing coach. Hello, hello, hello.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Comeste, comeste. Supposed to say molto bene, molto bene. bene, Oh yes, I am good as well. Thank you let's talk about the south australian show but before we do actually let's get into some listener questions that have been submitted through ngl everyone's favorite platform to be a troll
1: because no one wants to say it without the anon
0: everyone likes to hide behind a screen but that's all right we're in the generation so let's let's give into the questions do you think the judging would have been different if Alan or Philippa competed in South Australia. No. No, I, I think it would be like I'm not sure what that means.
1: The judging is the judging.
0: Judging is judging, and is that are they saying would the result be different if they attended?
1: I think the result would be different if they attended. Like obviously, but the would be different?
0: Yeah, no. There, so for context, I'm pretty confident that. M was the female head judge has been to every contest in Australia. And I believe Brett, who was the head judge in Victoria, who was also the head judge in Queensland was uh, the head judge or shared the head judging role at the South Australian show. So the judging standard in terms of, you know, I would suppose I, I say it was probably being really consistent. So to answer that question, there we go. All right. Next one we have is why are competitors, during multiple state shows this season.
1: Get warmed up, get feedback. Feedback is probably the main thing. Just seeing what they need to improve on for nationals and then make those adjustments. And yeah, I think that's I think it's a good idea.
0: It's a good idea if you've got a coach that knows what they're doing, because you need to make sure that the peaking protocol's correct. You need to make sure the carving up protocol is correct. And if a coach can adjust posing and make those adjustments, whether it's also changing bikinis around, changing tans. Not everyone's going to have a solid approach and it could be a waste of time, but you need to have the right coach, the right posing coach, the right team, and then it can be of value. But of course, it's not just that. It's also, is the competitor enjoying their stage time? Are they enjoying the experience? Because season A and season B, it's only twice a year to compete. And if a lady really enjoys stage time, I don't see a reason why they can't do multiple stage shows. We have the next one, which is thoughts on figure in S.A. I mean, we can discuss that when we get into the judging. Okay, so condition, is condition greater than shape or is shape greater than condition? What do you believe is more important? Conditions. I
1: know that you're a conditioning man. Conditioning and shape, but condition is what's going to, what's going to get you over the line. You don't want to be out of shape on stage. It's a bodybuilding show.
0: Yeah. It's your condition is if you're not in condition, you can have the best shape imaginable, but you're not going to win if you're out of shape. At least that's what I believe needs to happen. However, you can get into really good condition and have horrible shape and have the worst structure and have missing body parts. So, I do think, however, it's very important that athletes do get into a respectable level of condition so they can display their physique and then they can get judged accordingly and they can bring up their weak body parts and, and get feedback from the judges and work on that in the off-season. So I think that condition needs to be a priority. And if, and if you need the development, if you need to work on yourself and have an off-season, that's absolutely fine. But get in shape. Don't say that I'm not in shape and I'm making excuses for the reason why. Like, Just get in shape. That's the first thing that you need to do. Okay so uh Danielle dash thoughts should have walked away with the overall in my opinion someone said
1: Yeah she she def- uh, well I was at the SA show so sh- we can discuss this later but she yeah she was a standout to me her front pose was insane she just needs a little bit more size but I think yeah she was she was a standout to me so yeah i I, I definitely
0: think this is a a decent take and we can discuss this at length i mean i wouldn't have had a problem i had a personally winning juniors on the live stream i don't know how it looked in person because i didn't have the opportunity to be there but conditioning stood out to me her front pose was really nice nice and tight in the midsection turned to the rear glute hamstring clearly separated i would say she was probably one of the one of the athletes that had superb conditioning at that show i'm not sure if everyone was in shape at that show she probably had the standout condition and I'm always leaning towards that, but I suppose, yeah, let's have a discussion about that later. So someone wrote, why did Tabby go from first in juniors to third? What do you think made the difference? That's obviously referring from last year to this year.
1: Oh, we've, I
0: don't know. we kind of discussed that in the last we've podcast. Discussed
1: this last podcast. <laughs> we said no more questions about Tabby. Yeah,
0: we did. Uh, we submitted these questions or we asked for these questions at the same time. That's why. And I think everyone knows what my opinion is based on that. You change coaches, you lose the same protocol. You don't, every coach has a different game plan and the execution wasn't there. That's at the end of the day. If you're, if you go from winning a national level show or not even to the national level show as a junior or a novice competitor or winning an open title in Japan at an amateur Olympia to placing third in a south australian show there's a big difference in performance there so i think that says everything the next question is thoughts on the new zealand Nats. any outstanding new zealand-based coaches as well question mark did you watch the new zealand show you did because you were at the sa show it was the same day so thoughts on the on on the nationals i think it was pretty good overall i think the standard in new zealand is getting better I do like that the rewarding condition, I think that the judging has definitely improved this season and I I did really like it, I personally really liked Barbara in the overall, I definitely think Rochelle winning the pro card wasn't a bad decision because she was in good, she was in good shape, you know, and you get a reward condition, that's fine, I think it was a one point decision between, you know, Barbara who's on the team and Rochelle was the winner, did I really have a big issue with Rochelle winning, no, I, I had Barbara winning but it's just, a coin flip I suppose so it wasn't a bad decision really at the end of the day and any outstanding New Zealand-based coaches
1: Not that I, think, I don't
0: know I think the way to look at look at coaching is from this perspective are the results transferable to overseas so is the coach successful in their own country and in other countries and if the answer is no how good of a coach are they so tooting my own horn absolutely but I've won pro cards in multiple different countries new zealand japan all different countries in europe canada usa how many how many coaches do you know that have done that not a lot that's because what is the quality like are they able to understand and interpret the judging in different countries are they able to work with athletes in different countries and produce results the answer is it's very it's very rare so do you think Tabby should have had a longer off-season? She looks the same as last season. I wouldn't say she looks the same. I think she's regressed.
1: Yeah, she needs it. She off-season. But she knows that. She's having an off-season now.
0: That's all the questions that I have. And I, I'm not sure if I got any questions on the on the question tab. Did you get any questions?
1: No, we answered them last podcast. Yes,
0: yeah, so you had those ones. I'll just quickly check my Instagram and have a chat about some of the results, perhaps, while I'm doing this. I'm just scrolling.
1: The results on essay. Mm-mm. Well, I agree with the most most part, but there's a few interesting things that we can go over. I really did like Danielle; she was my favorite of the day, and so was Kath.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, that you mentioned Kath was on point. Actually, you know what? I just checked the Instagram, so it was just um, it was just an NGL link. I didn't put up a question box, so let's actually get into the results. So. We're going to the IFBB Pro League Oz Instagram page and we're going through the results there and it's easier to have a discussion. So do you want to go over the first ladies' categories?
1: Yeah, so we've got Figure Masters, uh, first place Renee Archer. And there's no second or third. So she was obviously the only one in the category, but she looks fantastic. She looks really good.
0: Yeah, so Renee, that's, hold on, did, did you say Finger Masters was up first? Okay yeah so what does she need to do to get a pro card because she's obviously a veteran competitor from Queensland and yeah you know, what do you what do you think about this package and perhaps have you seen her compete before at nationals etc so what are your thoughts
1: no i saw her back i saw i put her bikini on i helped her put her bikini on backstage um and she's in good condition i think she just needs a little bit more size in the glutes um and just from the rear shot I just think she needs a bit more glute density and just density in the lower body um, and just needs to come in tighter in the legs and the glutes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Very good. All right. Let's go to the next one. Figure novice.
1: First, Kendall, so only person who did novice. What are your thoughts on this one?
0: It's a shame that there's not a lot of ladies doing figure over there. The bikini is pretty interesting. I would say Um, quads look insane. Really nice aqua fullness, just needs to get tighter. Um, I would love to see you know some gnarly conditioning in figure.
1: Yeah, same. Be good.
0: Mm, so uh, it just needs to get tighter for nationals. She's doing nationals. Just needs to keep going and and continue. I think yeah, that. Sure. So someone asked that on NGL. What do I think of the figure? I suppose I'm a little disappointed in the competitor depth and the competitor numbers more than anything. But the essay show traditionally is a smaller show compared to some of the other States. And that doesn't mean that it's going to lack, you know, competition or lack depth, but in this case, the figure, there's not a lot of ladies competing, unfortunately.
1: I really liked um Danielle's rear shot. Just if it was in condition, it would be really nice. But, Cause she's got really good, really, really good, glute development. Um, let's move on to figure open first Renee Archer, second Danielle Kendall, third Megan Knight.
0: Megan Knight looks like she's wearing Dream Tan almost.
1: Yeah, very metallic, very metallic. But, yeah, she also did um, women's physique.
0: Yeah, Dream Tan is just not a vibe in the IFBB. Like, you know what Dream Tan is? Dream Tan reminds me of, like, A&B, like an A&B and ICN contest, and you can smell Dream Tan backstage. It is not the best (laughs) colour.
1: And, yeah, I know. And the, and the bikini is the same color as the tan. It's like this metallic sort of orangey color. So it just literally blends in.
0: Yeah. I'm definitely not a fan of the, the dream tan need to go to pro tan, and yeah. Change the bikini color for sure. I would love to see her in a little bit better condition. I'll also say Renee Archer's bikini. I'm not a fan of the color either. It's too consistent with the, it's too, you need to have something contrasting to your, bikini, to your tan and to your hair color. Like when it's too close to the tan color, it's not, ideal for me i just would love to see her in a different bikini she can do blue she can do purple anything but anything that i happens.
1: agree i agree but it looks better in person i, I put it put the bikini on for her and i was like wow but in these photos it doesn't look like that so mm. but yeah i go easy should we move on absolutely let's oh the next photo is figure state champion renee
0: yeah, well, we didn't when you had that that class there, so.
1: And then you've got women's physique first, Megan Knight. So she was the only one who did that one.
0: Okay, let's let's continue.
1: So wellness novice, we've got first Alicia Carson and second Anita Solius. Thoughts?
0: Well, what were your thoughts on these girls? Because to me, decent development, just probably not to this to the condition that would be you know that we would like to see. Um, they've obviously got really good size. I'm a fan of the blue bikini that Alicia's wearing. It's just nice and contrasting when we're talking about bikini color. I just would love to see a bit more condition out of these two ladies.
1: Yeah. So I love Alicia's shape, like in all poses, I thought it was just like, wow, this is really wellness, like just, you know, her proportions, but just not in the condition that she needs to be in. So, but if she was a condition, I think she'd be really, you know, really dangerous competitor. Um, so why do you think Alicia won over Anita? Remember I sent you a photo and of their rear shots? Yeah, you sem- so I've shot.
0: only seen the rear shot. Let's actually pull up. Let's let's go on to the IFB Pro League Oz YouTube page. Or no, it wasn't. It was um, Massive Joes or whatever. It, what's it called? Not Massive Joes. He's, ta- he's changed it.
1: It escapes me.
0: I'm just talking Joes <laughs> Pro League. I've got it. So I've got...
1: Can you share the screen? Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, not yet. I yeah. know oh,
1: no, no. that's the op- that's the open. So go to Novice just a bit. Okay. So on.
0: we've gone to the, just for anyone that's interested, to the i3 Pro League South Australian Season B State Championship. It's what's called on YouTube and it's on the MG Fitness YouTube page. I would, uh, obviously, the business page. I'd like to see it on the Pro League page. It just it makes it easier. Okay. So I'm looking at this now and we're just watching Alicia, sorry, Anita. Do it posing. I said, "Look, when she hit that side shot, her posing is letting her down a little bit. There, let's just have a look at the rear shot here. Needs to work on her posing. It's a that's probably she's actually got a decent physique, but the, the presentation posing, is letting her down.
1: Yeah, so we see just how really... she looks
0: in the comparisons when they do put them together. So Alicia versus Anita. So Alicia the first is first. in the light blue. We've got Anita. I suppose." Alicia's got a better front pose. I just think the waist looks better there. The quad, the quad's perhaps a little bit better in the side. Yeah. The left side shot, the midsection is letting Alicia down. uh, Sorry. Anita down there in the rear, It looks like Anita's got better condition,
1: but she's just not hitting the pose, right? So she's just the pose in the Anita's back pose. And the way she's hitting every single shot is not how she should be hitting the shot. So, I think even though she's a little bit obviously more conditioned from the rear and stuff, you know, look how Alicia's hitting the poses. It's a lot cleaner, better. yeah, I, I actually
0: after like looking at this like looking at this again, I definitely think Alicia's clearly winning this. So I don't have a problem with that. just the even if you give Anita the rear pose, Alicia's beating her in the front pose and the two side poses.
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: So I think that's and what it is.
1: if an, I would change Anita's bikini. As well, and and adjust posing, and just get a bit darker in the. Yeah, ten. the tanning
0: to be a little bit different. I think Anita's got a lot of potential here. She's got a really nice physique. It's just the posing's letting her down. So i would love to see how she presents with different posing. Okay, let's move on.
1: Yep. So next we've got wellness open. So we've got first Isabella Stratford, second Alicia, and third Anita. So we've got an addition there. First place Isabella.
0: So Isabella, all right. Let's um, let's go straight to the comparisons and have a look at it live, not live, but right now. So we've got the <laughs> girls here. Fast forward. All right, here we go. So Isabella is wearing the blue bikini. Let's have a look at her. She's walking out doing a thing. I do. I really do like Alicia's front shot though. It's really aesthetic. How did She's you have got it the, by the way?
1: She's got the structure for it. Um, I had so although Isabella was a bit smaller, like on the smaller side in the legs and the glutes, I had her winning just based on like, con- like her conditions. Just in the rear shot, it's just yeah, I had a, I had a first.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just watching her left side pose. I would love to see Isabella hit the, hit that shot differently. Her rear shot is clearly winning here. Just yeah, the posing. Some of these ladies can pose a lot better. I would love to see Isabella. Just, yeah pose just better in the in the in the mandatories whereas i think that alicia is hitting the mandatories a lot better she's actually got clean posing
1: yeah and i'd make some adjustment to isabella's front pose but i think based on the rear shot and just the condition in person she was a lot more conditioned than the other girls so i had a willingness um so
0: yeah i don't have a problem with it i, I do think that alicia's got amazing potential and i'd love to see her continue to compete i'm really keen to see what she does in the future she does nationals obviously needs to get a little bit tighter for nationals um, but would want to see what she does in the future clearly she's got the genetics and potential to be you know an overall champion and potentially she if she continues to put in the good work and achieves the level of condition that we know that she could be capable of with the right size with her structure she's in in a pro card contention but needs to get a lot tighter and, and put the size on
1: yeah for sure i agree um, and the next photo is Wellness State Champion, Isabella Stratford. Yeah. So, shall we move on to bikini?
0: Let's do bikini.
1: All right. So, bikini junior. we got first Emily Spark, second Danielle Dash, third Happy Night. So, this was an impressive lineup. I liked this. Did you wanna fast forward or do you wanna just
0: Oh you wanna go straight on to the YouTube? All right, let's let's go. Let's see what these girls can do. All right, they're walking out now.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be good to like
0: to get a, a refresh. It. Look, I am gonna say the first thing that comes to mind is I really do love Tabby's green bikini. It's very, very cool.
1: Yes. Very striking when she walked out.
0: Yeah, I know that you said you preferred the blue, but I actually really like this green. It's a different look. It's quite impressive. All right, we're looking at them now. Do the rear pose. I'm drawn to Danielle in the rear shot. Just the glute hamstring tie-in, the conditioning, I just think is much more impressive. I would like to see M Spark pose differently, but I'm not going to give advice. Yeah. Yeah, same. That was
1: bugging me a little bit throughout the show. (laughs)
0: Yeah, looking at this, I definitely really like Danielle. I think that she's just got the more conditioned package. She's got the hair, the makeup, the bikini. It looks really nice. The conditioning in the glutes is, is just like there. I definitely think obviously M's probably fuller, but based on what we've seen at the other shows in terms of reporting condition, I would probably, obviously not being in there in real life, I don't know, but I would probably go with Danielle here. How'd you have
1: it? Yeah. I had Danielle winning this. She was my first. Yeah. And then I had Em in second. Sorry. Just break. It's breaking up a little bit.
0: Let's let's move on to the next category.
1: So next category is bikini masters. you got Jessica Moya. She's the only girl that did this one. So yeah, I think she just, um I liked her front pose. I think she just needs to come in tighter in the glute hams for nationals if she's doing nationals, but Really like to stage presence and love her bikini really suits her hair. So yeah, I really liked her.
0: Mm, I agree. It just needs a bit more condition and then it's game on. I think a lot of these ladies need a, it's, it's, it's challenging to find you need the condition and you also need to have the size, but a lot, I just, I think this season, there's been a lot of ladies that have been in good condition. But then there's also a lot of ladies that have been really flat on stage and they've shown on their physique. And it's just like, you need to make sure that you have a good combination of conditioning and size. You need both to to do well, especially with what we're going to see coming up at nationals.
1: Um, let's move on to bikini true novice. So first place we've got Rebecca Platonis, second Danielle and third Sharma McDonald.
0: Yeah. So how did you have this?
1: So I had Danielle winning this pretty easy. Um, I love Rebecca's structure I think she's got a lot of potential in the sport Um, but I just think just a little bit small a little bit too small so I had Daniel first in this one
0: yeah so I want to understand because I had it as well like that on the on the stream so if we could make an argument for Rebecca winning what would that argument be
1: can you enlighten me I'm not sure
0: well, that's, you were there in person. So I I have my f- strong opinion based on what I've seen on the live stream. But, of course, being there in person is a bit different. I don't think a lot changes, especially when I've got an experience I like myself. But I know that sometimes there could be things missed live stream versus in person. So from your perspective, was it a clear win for Danielle then?
1: In my opinion, yes. I, I was like, no, she's got this easy. Pretty yeah. sure I said that next to Ali beside me. Um, and then I was, I was just confused. I think, I think uh, Rebecca's structure is really good, but I just, maybe it was the rear shot that got her over the line, like upper glute fullness. I'm not sure.
0: Right. I actually don't we're know. Gonna, can we snitch on Ali? And what did Ali think?
1: Oh no, we were both like, oh yeah, this girl, she's, you know, Danielle. Yeah. Got it. Was
0: That's it like, I it was pretty clear then. Okay. Well, I, I I had to like that too, which is fine. <laughs> Yeah, and then third place Sharma McDonald. So, what did you think of Sharma?
1: I really like Sharma's structure and her, like her physique. I think she was a little bit flat um, on stage. She she looked flat to me, so needs to carve up more. Um, but yeah, and just needs more size overall. But to me, she was a bit flat, so in the glutes and the delts and stuff. So, um, but I did have her in the top three in this lineup.
0: Yeah, I think so. in this lineup, she's clearly top three. I yeah. I think perhaps if you're maybe yeah I think I'm not I'm not too concerned with her being third here. They're obviously doing a top call out now, and I'm no. looking at Danielle again, and I just think that yeah she's got a really good bikini look. I think Danielle could also carve up a bit more. I think she could have been fuller. If we're playing devil's advocate because we obviously do like her, but I think that she still has a flatter look here. Maybe can push the food a bit more. And we're just seeing Sharma McDonald. Yeah, and here I, too.
1: yeah, I think her her rear shot Danielle's rear shot just a little bit flat maybe that's the reason why she came second because if you look at I guess Rebecca's glutes perhaps a bit fuller from the rear
0: I don't I don't see I don't really see it there I think that she Re, Rebecca could be a bit tighter I think the bikini is there but no one came in this show looking super full and super tight I think that's the problem
1: yeah yeah. So what would you say the reason is that Rebecca got the nod over Danielle?
0: She's got a beautiful structure. Her front pose is excellent. If you look at the shoulder to waist ratio, really nice midsection, really nice bikini proportions. I I see that Rebecca has got amazing potential, but yeah, just needs the size. I think that they obviously went for beautiful bikini structure, which she has an amazing structure from the front and an amazing structure from the rear. Look at that rear shot has got so much potential, but I would like to see her add more muscle. Obviously, you know, in true novice at the end of the day, she's just getting started. So I am very keen to see what she can do moving forward in the future as she puts more size on.
1: Yeah. I'm keen to see. I met her in the, um, at the show too. And she was lovely and she was, she didn't expect to place. She was like, I can't believe I just placed. And I'm in one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And look, yeah, Yeah. she's got amazing potential. So I hope that she takes these feedback, you know, constructively because she's got a very, very nice bikini look. Really nice top to bottom balance and aesthetics. Just needs more sizes, more time in the gym, and she's going to do really well. So stick with it. Let's move on.
1: Let's do Bikini Novice. Cool. Yes. Let's do Bikini Novice. So we got first, Danielle. Second, Sarah Hoadley. Third, Sharma. Okay. So with this one, I, have, I had Danielle winning, which she did. And, yeah, I really loved Sarah's rear shot. She she won the rear shot in this category for me.
0: Right, right, I'm going to skip to the I'm going to go on a live stream here, and we're going to see what these ladies look like. So there's some really good, like, you know what, just quickly, in the pre, in the first time, there's some really good girls with some nice structure, but they're just out of shape. Yeah. Like this girl here. Like
1: Jade, is that Jade? I think that's Jade.
0: Yeah, that's Jade. She, Jade's got an unbelievable structure and proportion for her. I think, yeah, I think that with the, she can do really, really well in the IFBB. just needs to come up with the right game plan and get in condition. She's got unbelievable potential. All right, let's skip to, I'm going go yeah, to go to. Okay. Yeah, no, Jade looks very, very nice. She's very structurally pleasing, really good top to bottom balance. looks a bit flat for her as well, actually okay yep. so they're doing a top call out in the bikini novice so uh, sarah's this one here on the far right yeah it looks like it
1: yeah so when she turns the back
0: yeah a lot of these ladies can pose a, a lot better too i'm seeing but see there's not a real lot of conditioning happening in this repose with these ladies sarah does have good glute development but i don't think she's winning the repose i think she needs to be tighter i think danielle's clearly winning the rear shot you gotta have a glute hamstring i tie-in. think she's
1: winning the it's not easy
0: you could have a glute hamstring tying to win the rear shot if you don't have a tie you're not winning the repose she's got glute fullness but she doesn't yeah, have but a
1: like yeah but you're saying like she's like out of shape she's she's still lean she's lean.
0: I'm not saying that she's not lean. I'm simply saying in order to win the rear pose, you need to have a clear glute hamstring tie-in. If you don't have that tie-in, you can't win the rear shot, even though the development's nice. Because like, think of it like this, right? Every state, like Victoria, yeah. Queensland, New South Wales. What I really loved about New South Wales judging in particular, there was a lot of ladies in condition there. And if you were slightly out of shape, they put you in the second call out. And that's everything that you and I and a lot of other, you know, coaches, athletes, you know, fans of the sport have been really wanting to see to be rewarded conditioning on the panel and they've rewarded it. And that's what I truly believe is my interpretation of the criteria. So, you know, I'm holding these ladies to the same standard in SA. Of course, this, the conditioning here in SA is not um, the same as it was in New South Wales. New South Wales is hectic, but um, I really like Danielle's condition here. And obviously that's the reason why she won. Sarah McDonald, uh, sorry, Sarah Hodley in second here. I suppose it's a coin flip between her and Sharma. So you had Sarah in this second spot. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and that and you can see it in the rear pose, like the glute fullness, the outer glute, the lower glute, just a bit more fullness than Sharma. Sharma was quite nice from the front, but just missing the glute development from the rear. So I suppose you know you are right, and the assessment just needs to fill out her physique more and carb up a bit. But Sarah's actually got a very nice shoulder to waist ratio in the front pose, probably over posing there. You can see that with her shoulder position, but Sarah's definitely got a lot of potential.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, Sarah just needs to make some posing adjustments in the front pose. Cause I think that lets her down a little bit, but yeah, I agree with the top three here. All
0: right. Let's move on to the open A.
1: Bikini open a Emily spark in first place. Second, Rebecca Platonis and third Kath Cults.
0: Okay. So how did you have this one? So,
1: well, I when Kath walked out again, I was sitting next to Ali and Ali and I looked at each other and were like, What the hell? <laughs> she looked incredible. Um, just the conditioning, like her in her leg. I don't know if the judges thought that she was too conditioned in the legs because she had like her legs were super, super lean. Um, and when she was walking, it was like everything she was diced. So I had her winning this
0: interesting. Well, we were and just, then I um, had Emily. Yeah, sorry. I'm just fast-forwarding it to the top call-out so I can have a look at this properly again and we can go through it. So you've obviously seen what they rewarded in Queensland. You've seen what they rewarded in Victoria Live and you've seen SA. And I'm assuming Kath's conditioning wasn't too much compared to what was rewarded elsewhere.
1: No, no. Kath, Kath when she was walking, literally had – deep, like she, I don't know if I was like, is she too lean for like from the front when she's walking? I was like this, she's going to win the overall when she walked out. So
0: yeah. And I was did, shocked when you texted me up. that too.
1: Yeah. I messaged you. Cass going to win the overall.
0: Yeah. I'm looking. Okay. So let's but, just play. So I'm pressing pause here.
1: I feel like, I feel like her front pose and the way she's hitting her front pose, let her down massively in this lineup. Um, she's just not showcasing her glutes enough and just, yeah. So I don't know if that was one of the reasons. But
0: Yeah. So I, so Kath did compete in New South Wales the other week and she was definitely off in New South Wales and mm-hmm. not too sure exactly what happened, but clearly in the, the South Australian show, she's coming a lot. And to make that amount of change in a week is very, very impressive. I do agree that Kath yeah. can hit her front pose a lot better to show highlight her proportions i think that she's missing an opportunity to showcase her physique to the best of her ability here again not getting you free advice but i still think she's let's still see how very, she's hitting
1: that
0: yeah of course we know uh well we both agree Looks very impressive in that shot but can look better in a rear pose look at her glutes look at her glute fullness so i'd love to know for even let's just say Let's say we're jumping the gun here, right? Because I'm before just a full disclosure, before this show, I did expect or predict at least that M. Spark was going to win the overall. So I wasn't wrong in that prediction. I just think that um it's just interesting to have a discussion around what we're seeing here. I do like Emily Spark from the front in the front pose better than Kat based on how she's hitting the shot. Now in the rear pose. I definitely prefer Kath here. She's just a lot fuller in the glutes. She's a lot leaner in the glute hamstring tie in, the lower glute, the upper glute fullness. Yeah, she a- She's clearly winning the rear pose.
1: Yeah. And that's why I said maybe her front pose, the way she was hitting it, was the reason she didn't, you know, come in first or second, but then she was pushed to third. So, yeah, I, don't- I was a bit
0: a- pushed to third.
1: Her rear shot was like, yeah, she had a full glute ham tie in. Like she was, she's in condition, like she was in great condition.
0: Yeah. I, I think that she can definitely, I think the biggest issue is probably the front pose. If she changes the front pose structurally, she's got a very nice proportion physique and against, you know, Rebecca and Emily, you know, who have very small midsections and really nice structures. You've really got to take advantage of hitting your front pose correctly. And I think that's probably where the issue lies. Yeah. I think yeah. third is a bit, yeah. I, I don't agree with this one, but um, I, I would have loved to have seen her higher. I don't know how high, but I definitely think that her rear, she's winning the rear shot, clearly. Just that the front pose needs to be adjusted.
1: Yeah, the way she's hitting it is not the best out of any of those ladies. So maybe that's the reason. But, yeah, I'm a massive fan of Kath. Of Kath. Um, anything else to say about that one?
0: Let's... Let's move on.
1: All right. Let's do Bikini Open B. So we got first, Danielle again, and second, Tabby, and third, Sarah Hoadley.
0: Okay. So, how so do you have this
1: one? yeah. Yeah, I agree with this one. Um, Danielle is one of my favorites from the day and just incredible. So, yeah, I definitely had her winning this. And I think Tabby's got such an incredible structure and like overwhelming front pose that she's gotta be you know top two here.
0: She's gotta to be top two just on the front pose.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You did mention that before that you really like Sarah in third her rear shot. So how do you judge, you know, front pose versus repose in this?
1: Yeah, I think I like I prefer Tabby's like Tabby's structure and front pose. So That's why she was second to me.
0: Yeah. I definitely think Tabby's clearly got a a ridiculously impressive front shot. I I think that, you know, the glutes being flat does take away from the front shot. And even her quads here, you can see, but even, even though that's there. Yeah. She's got really lovely midsection and really good conditioning. It's just that, you know, the glute fullness from the rear isn't there. And even you can see in the upper back, the delts, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think that
1: think
0: of I think it's hard to reward a lack of fullness in the glutes. But one thing's for certain, I, I really so did do like. Do you that think it lack of there.
1: fullness?
0: It's hard because it's a trade off between. So actually, look at Tabby hitting that pose there when she was hinging a bit more. She looked a bit better. You can get away with it. She probably needs to do that a bit more. Um, but it's a toss up. I do. I'm always a fan of conditioning and structure, of course. So I I think it's one of those things where I need to be there to see it. But Tabby's yeah, definitely think, a better yeah. front pose. Well, to
1: me, I, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with this. I thought it was fair yeah. with this.
0: All right, let's move um, on to the next one, which is obviously we kind of already know the result because it's Danielle versus M Spark in the overall, and because we already seen juniors, M Spark wins the overall.
1: Yeah, I like I like M Spark's physique. I in the overall, I I personally had Danielle winning. But I do really like M Spark and the way she was, you know, the way she was posing, her charisma on stage was very eye-catching. So, yeah, she won the posing award as well.
0: She won the best posing award. Are you going through it? Yeah, that's just, um, we're going to see. Oh, here we go. That's the overall pose down here again. So the front pose is there. I do, yeah, I do agree. I think that I I would have loved to have seen this in real life. I think M, M's just a bit more dense than Danielle, and they clearly went with shape and density here over shape and condition because Danielle's got really nice shape, and obviously that's the decision that they made. So you know, what does M Spark need to do to ensure that she gets a top placing at Nationals?
1: Adjust her front pose. She needs to adjust her front pose. <clears throat> do you think she needs to be fuller?
0: I think that... Yeah, needs to adjust the posing, can be fuller, needs a darker tan as well, looks a little bit light here and needs to be a lot tighter. Not even a little bit, needs to be a lot. I don't know how it looked in person, but a week to to tighten up, to be in the mix. There's a lot that needs to be done there. But I mean, I really love her physique. I think she's got incredible potential. You know, she's a definite, in my view, she's a future pro card winner. I think she can definitely go to the next level. It's just a matter of consistency, time, putting on size in the right areas, continuing to improve a physique and going next level with their condition. So especially now that, you know, the judges are really enjoying conditioning this season, but that's because the the, the competition is much better this season compared to last season. You know, season A versus season B, this is definitely the superior yeah. season with density and condition. So in order to catch up and to keep up with these ladies, I'm, not too, I'm assuming that you're being class in the short class. So it'd be interesting to see who she's up against in that short. I believe someone like Marlette will be in the short class. So it's like, it'll be a battle of M spark versus Marlette. Perhaps I'm not too sure who else would be in the short class as well. That would be a contender. Yeah.
1: I'm not too sure who's, who is in the short class.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure what, what height Lisa is. If Lisa's like short, short, or if she's like in, let's say, let's assume they're doing a, B, C, D, E. Let's assume they're doing five high classes. I think M's, Emily would be in class A, as would Marlette. Gabriella would be in that same class. And then in B, you would have. Yes. In B, you've got like Coco. You've got Alan. Um, you know, C, I'm not too sure. It depends on like what the cutoff is. D is most likely Philippa. Right. So that's going to be hectic. Mm. And I, I would assume that. Gemma would be in the same from New South Wales would be in the same high class as Philippa. And then the tallest high class, if there's five is an E, which would be someone like Franzi would, would be Amy from New South Wales as well. So they're the, and then obviously Gabby would be Gabby from Victoria in the tall class would be in that E class if they have five high classes. So there's a few interesting competitors and a few interesting battles, but we're also really looking forward to, as we discussed, the Masters category, which is super stacked. So I think that it's going to be interesting to see yeah. how, how all these ladies come together. I would love to see personally, I wouldn't mind seeing the ma like the winner of the masters in the overall. Just saying.
1: The winner of the masters in Victoria is just sensational. Her well, rear they
0: shot. They didn't they didn't like her though, because wide. her rear shot's amazing, but they didn't like her in the short class though in the open, really. Let's let's talk predictions. Let's talk predictions. Who do you have winning the pro card?
1: Oh, it's going to be either Alan or Philippa.
0: Okay, and yep. Could you make a decision who, now? Who
1: do I? Um, I feel like it's going to be Philippa. I love both of them. It's I just have a I just have a feeling. Just have a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So my gut's pulling towards the bar. I felt that when she won the Queensland, like I was like, yeah, she's pulling it in a poker. I just thought that.
0: Yeah. Okay. And um, so they're obviously the 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 two of you f- who's gonna win the best posing award?
1: I think I think Coco will do really well with that. And I think,
0: I think so. I think Coco's I think surely Coco. Coco would probably be the favorite for that considering
1: yeah I think her, yeah she's just got this um you know next level confidence and I think that's what draws the judges is just having this confidence and being self-assured on stage and enjoying it you know
0: yeah so okay
1: that plays a big role in the process. All
0: right. Well, that's, that's bikini wrapped up then. Is there anything else you want to add to the bikini discussion?
1: No, I think we've um, covered everything. But I'm keen to see how nationals goes and one of your girls will be winning a pro card. So I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's going to be fun. And we're both agreeing that Ruby's going to win the wellness pro card.
1: Yes, absolutely. Ruby's my gal. I think she's just gonna be unbeatable.
0: Okay. I uh and I also want to know, actually, before we um we, we can wrap it up shortly, the figure pro card. Who is gonna win that?
1: I don't know. Um what do you think?
0: Well, look, it's interesting because I'm a big fan of Jesse McPhee. Okay. But I will say that. Emily Emily Marks, who won the IFV Victorian overall, was super impressive. You know, she's got really nice structure. She's got really good conditioning from the front, the quads, nice delts. Her glutes are really good from the side, and they're also very conditioned from the rear. She's just got a very nice physique. Like, her rear pose is beautiful. Like, the glute hamstring tie-in is just spectacular. So, I did before in, like, an NGL, and I did mention that, you know, Jess McPhee was... My prediction, but I think it's going to be either one of them, and I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it happens to be Emily Marks I wouldn't be surprised. I if like. It I
1: like Emily Marks. I like Emily. She's my pick, so I'm going to go with her.
0: Yeah, I I don't blame I'm you. I, th- I think she's amazing. I just um followed her right now, actually, as we're talking, I'm just looking at her physique. Yeah, I I, I, I would be her right now
1: too.
0: I would be um. Wouldn't be surprised if it is, but yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be. that's the fun part. It's going to be a battle. Emily Marks versus Jessica Fee. We love that's
1: a, a battle. battle, and who's going to win women's physique?
0: Women's physique. Who do you think is going to win women's physique?
1: My favorite category.
0: It is your favorite category. What? But tell the audience why mm. is your favorite category?
1: It's. It's. I love density. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you love density. Really? Okay. That's fantastic. So I love
1: the size.
0: You love the size. So, what I will say is I believe that the women's physique pro card, personally, I think it's going to come from Queensland. And we had a discussion about this. And I believe in first place was Nikita. Um, Nikita, sorry. And uh Alana was in second place. I think it was Alana Campbell. And it's going to be a battle, in my view, between the two of them. I'm personally going to take a punt here. And Alana Campbell, that was in second place, I think that she can go to first place here, and I think she can take out the the pro card.
1: I'm going to say Nikita's going to win this one.
0: Because she's a shred lord?
1: She's already shredded, and she's quad city.
0: Yeah, she's. is. Sorry, I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm going to definitely right. go with Alana. I'm going to go with a Ruffy here. And sometimes it's it's fun to see an upset. And, you know, if someone didn't win an overall title. And then next thing you know, they win a pro card because they've made the changes. I mean, Alana's side chest is absolutely spectacular with her hamstring drop and her delt thickness. So her getting, provided that she stayed on point and she got a lot tighter, she's definitely going to be like my roughy pick. And we'll see what happens there.
1: See what happens. All right, any more predictions or
0: good to go? I'm actually just looking at some of my because I'm, I'm doing an active M- NGL right right now on Instagram, and so many people. I honestly get most of my news through NGL. Like I've I I've found out about that crazy thing that happened recently with the with people getting charged, blah blah blah. I'm not going to name names. That's not what I do in that regard because I do want to see people. I, I don't really wish harm on anyone unless they poach clients then I would do wish harm but apart from that we're good we're good we, we, we're good to go you know so I, I do wish people the best and hopefully everything works out in that regard but I found out some interesting information I found out all my interesting information from NGL and then you don't think it's credible and then the next thing you know you get a link and then you're like oh shit this is real um, this is an interesting question actually I can I'm going to answer this on Instagram as well as here how do you tell If someone is flat compared to full when they're in condition. So it's interesting. I I suppose it comes through experience where not a lot of coaches have this, and I probably don't want to really educate everyone on it because it's something that I would consider is my massive point of difference. It's just a full round muscle versus a stringy looking muscle. And now some people will say that a stringy looking muscle just means a lack of development. In some cases, that's true. A competitor could have a lack of development, but you can still have low-level development and be carved up in full. Now, I think that a lot of coaches still don't understand this concept and understand what is the right strategy to implement fullness on a competitor during peak week and show day. And I also think athletes still are discovering this. But you know what I'm going to do? That's going to be really cool. I'll do a post. Obviously, I did a Philippa before and after on show day of how she looked flat versus full. I could do one of, for example, many competitors that I've really helped achieve. You know, what was a really good transformation it was literally tabby flat versus full last year. I wouldn't post that, but just yeah. that was spectacular. The difference. Um, I would say Alan flat versus full. If I posted her full carved up backstage versus how she looked flat people would be like well that's absurd how the fuck did did that happen and that's just from having the right protocol the attention to detail etc but it is a good question i think still people are learning to understand oh here we go uh they're still trying to understand it they're trying to learn who will be in the overall lineup do you think
1: um for bikini um alan what with a b c d or e yeah well, I don't know people's heights, but I'm just gonna say people that I really like, and you just tell me if they're so. Philippa, Alan, Coco. I think Gabby will be in the overall if she's in the tall tall. Um, I'm missing someone, but they're, they're yeah, Alan, Philippa, Gabby, Coco. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd say, I'm gonna say. Agree okay. depending on the high class. I'm going to say Coco, I'll say Alan, yes. I'll say Philippa. That's three. Oh, we need a short girl in there, so I'm going to say Miles. Oh, yes, it's going to be Miles or M- M- Emily Spark, in my opinion. And then I will say in a tall class, Amy from New South Wales. Yeah, and I'm only saying I really like Gemma from New South Wales. She I'm pretty confident she'll be in the same high class as Philippa. And obviously I'll have Philippa beating her. So it's that would be our prediction based on what we think is going to be the high classes, but we don't know who's going to be matched up with who. So it's just literally a prediction for funsies.
1: Yeah. For funsies.
0: Well, I would say that is about it. Uh let's wrap it up. Have you any got a, do you have any questions, anything you want to share about nationals? No. About... Okay. Well, thank you for coming. Do
1: my gals pose the best. Excited.
0: Do your girls pose the best? No,
1: I'm saying that they
0: do. I'm not asking a question. Oh, I thought there's a statement, not a question. Okay. I will let you go. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And we'll be at nationals. We'll have a discussion at nationals. And obviously we wish every competitor good luck. And we hope that everyone comes in looking at their best and you know, across all categories. And it'll be really exciting to see everyone peak properly and be having fun on show days. Then that day, we're here to compete. We're also here to have fun because it's. you know, we did discuss this and touch on it before, but competing as an amateur and and going around on tour in different states and it's just really fun and experience. And I think that although there is a competition, it's important that ladies do remember to have fun, and that's something that I, I truly yeah. believe is lost. You're awesome. literally
1: a- Yeah, absolutely you're on stage to perform and have fun and show off your hard work. So try not to think too much into it and just enjoy it.
0: Absolutely. All right. Thank you for coming on. We will talk to you soon for any queries, send myself a DM. You can send Taylor a DM on Instagram and we will respond. you got any questions, comments, want coaching, send us a message and we can go from there until next time. Thank you for listening everyone. And we'll do a wrap up of nationals until then. Peace. Peace.